As negotiations between owners and players continues, we sit and wonder, will there be a 2020 MLB season? And what's up, everybody? It is a somber Monday evening, CT. I don't know why evening came out that way and I called you CT again. This is just... Whatever, yeah, yeah. How you I doing? Just call me whatever you want. I don't care at this point. Beautiful. I've always wanted to call you beautiful. Just straight up beautiful. Is that okay? Beautiful. Hey, beautiful. It's not okay, guys. We only got 10 minutes here. Let's get into the topic at hand. Let's do it. Manny. So uh, earlier today, the MLBPA proposed 114 game season with salary deferral options for players. Uh, We had spoke about it earlier, but since then, a new proposal is, is being rumored from the owner side. 50-game season, prorated salaries. What say you, my man? So I actually wrote about it on Call to the Pen, as I often do. I'm, I'm, you know, plugging my own shit. But I thought that the players laid the foundation for a deal to be made. And, and now I'm not saying that the players should have accepted the, the – that the owner should have accepted the players' proposal, which was 114 games between – June uh July, wait, June 30th and October 31st an expanded postseason deferral payments opt-outs for players that don't want to play players who just don't feel like playing don't don't get paid players who are at risk or who live with people who are at risk will get paid but don't have to play some of some of the things in that offer I feel were fair a the deferred payments I thought was fair P up uh, B P how the fuck did I go from AP to P what's going on here a and I haven't drank today, by the way, guys. Uh, B, oh, sure, yet, sure. Yet, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> B, you guys will have no idea what's going on in this brain right now. B, <laughs> um, okay. So A, the deferred payments are fair. B, the opt-outs for players who are at risk is fair. Um, and C, did I say the deferred payments are fair already? Yeah, you said that as your uh, A, I believe. A was my, deferred. C was the expanded postseason, which. The players were against for a long time, and now they're saying, okay, we'll go from 10 to 14 teams in the postseason. Um, they're also saying, because between October 30, uh, June 30th and October 31st is 123 days, 100, so that's 114 games in 123 ga- uh, days. They're saying that we will play double headers, essentially. We will take fewer days off. We'll expand the postseason. Just give us deferred money and let some of our players who can't play stay home fair i was expecting from the owners today for them to say we just can't play 114 games we're not going to be able to pay you for 114 games let's meet somewhere in the middle the owners proposed 82 the players 114 i was expecting somewhere around the 95 to 100 mark and deal but no instead the owners came back today pissed essentially and they're saying um if we can't come to an agreement we're going to go back to that contract that we signed back in march we're just going to shorten the season to 50 games you're only going to get paid for those 50 games and that's it and um some people made good points last year through 50 games the nats had a 19 and 31 record i mean could you really legitimately crown a champion in 50 games i i don't think so well, um, well what, what 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 would you want to what would be the case if 50 games is all we had in other words like if there was a situation where it's august and things are what they are today and 50 games is all we're left with what would you think of those 50 games then 
for me, baseball is baseball. But I think if I'm looking through the eyes of the average fan, they're seeing two sides here of millionaires and billionaires bicker over dollars and cents, which I get it. But but it's only happening in Major League Baseball. We haven't heard players and, and owners argue in the NFL. We haven't heard players and owners argue in the NBA. We haven't heard players and owners argue in the NHL or any other major sport. Only in Major League Baseball. And only in Major League Baseball is there an actual threat of there not being any season at all this year. That's when 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 uh, the, da- the data is coming out that people in the position of these players are pretty much not essentially at risk for COVID-19. And, and those who are at risk, the players are proposing, don't have to play. You can stay home. So what more could you ask for? You know what I'm saying? And oh. and I in, in that piece that I wrote earlier today, not to interrupt UCT, and I don't want to take too much time because I really want to try to wrap this up in 10 minutes for my for my poor listeners and watchers here who want us to do this in 10 minutes. Um MLB's passing up could potentially be passing up on a humongous ap- opportunity here to win over some fans that they've lost over through the PED era, through the 94 stri- uh, strike that canceled the World Series for the first time in the history of the game. You have a chance here to be the only sport in America for a couple of months, win over some of these fans, have these fan- have these people come and watch the-, the tremendous talent that's in the game, win them over so that you can have them for the future, which equals more money in your pockets. I just don't see how how they could possibly let this opportunity pass by. And in my mind, I have a feeling that baseball's gonna fuck this up again, man. I don't well, know let me why. Ask, well, let me ask you something, Manny. I'm just gonna just go with me here. You ready for this? I'm listening. I got you. I'm All listening. Right. How many how many days were they supposed to fit this 114 game schedule in? 123. 123. Does that sound realistic? 114 no. games, double headers, days off here and there. Not Shortened season, right? And they're already saying that some of these teams are not going to make it with uh, TV ratings, TV viewerships, um, all that stuff that comes along with being a Yankee organization or a Red Sox organization. Some teams don't have that benefit, correct? My, my That's what they're saying, but they won't open their books. So okay, I they, won't open, they sure. won't open their books. They won't open their books, but, but bear with me here. The 114-game season sounds unrealistic, and I thought it was a mm-hmm. pretty good deal in the beginning, but... It just seems unrealistic because players are already taking days off, right? They're going to take more days off with doubleheaders. That's less money through TV ratings for when superstars take days off, like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, you know, all the superstars. <laughs> being. Gar- Garrett Cole has to skip a start. Oh, man. Wow. Get Only Yankee get- players, huh? No, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, a team like, well, a team like the Yankees isn't going to take uh, a hit. They already have enough star-studded, yeah. a star-studded roster. roster. But, uh, you know, for the Cincinnati Reds, when Trevor Bauer doesn't pitch, no one's going to watch those games anyway. So I think that idea, that proposal is a little too far-fetched for it to work for the owners. Maybe the owners thought it was a dumb idea, and they hit them back with, like, here's your prorated salaries for 50 games, which is something you guys want anyways. You want prorated salaries. And I don't think it's about the number of games in a season. I do want to see a longer season. It's already a shortened season, though. And what if we only had 50 games? Like, if that's what we get... That's what we get. Not siding with the players. Not siding with the owners. <laughs> but the owners, <laughs> but the owners showed their hand already because they offered eighty-two games last week. So, but was it? Pro- but it wasn't prorated salaries. It wasn't prorated. It was. It was a salary scale. So yeah. the only way that this is all going to work, the reason why this is a problem, is because Major League Baseball is the only sport in which the owners can keep their books closed. And I get it that that the salaries are guaranteed for players. 
and that you have guys like Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole? Is that the pitcher of the Yankees side? Yo, my brain is gone, man. Frank, you have guys fan like or, fan <laughs> or fraud alert. Fraud, right now, I'm a fraud. My brain is fried, guys. Who who got a $350,000, million, $360 million, I'm not sure. Somewhere in that area. Deal. Tomorrow, I'll get my facts straight, guys. It's just not a good day right now. Um, uh, and he only plays 30 games a year. So I get it. The, the players make a good amount of money. But the only way this is going to get solved is if MLB at some point, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this right now, they have to come to some agreement in which um, in which the owners and the players share the revenue 50-50. And that's going to mean that some baseball players aren't going to be able to make $35 million a year. Some players are not going to be able to make $40 million a year like Mike Trout might potentially start making at some point. I'm not sure. I think that's what it, what it comes out to at some point. But you know what? At the end of the day, the players are going to know what the owners are taking in. And the owners will be able to control. And not only that, you'll be able to implement a salary floor so teams like the Miami Marlins don't just tank for fucking five to ten years, win one championship, and then blow it up all over again. You're going to have to spend that money. So, yes, you're not going to have Garrett Coles and Mike Trouts, who are the, you know, the exception. But you're also not going to have a team full of minor leaguers. You're going to have players that are paid fairly. You're going to have a team that's potentially competitive and there won't be this fucking issue where, where we don't know what's going on. The problem is the books are closed on one side. The other side feels like they're being cheated and nobody's arguing in good faith here. It, it's just, you know, that's the bottom line, in my opinion. I'm not I'm not like trying to build this into like a, a debate or anything like that. But I just I have a thought like what would happen if they come to an agreement where 50 50 of the revenue is going to be split? amongst owners and players right yeah and then what would happen if a guy like blake snell who is the face of of the Rays, not the only face they have a lot of good players but he's he's up there right and he already said he's not going to take any more pay cuts but let's say 50 percent is a is a huge huger pay cut for him than before he decides not to play the Rays end up losing money in in revenue because of him deciding not to play like does that registered in, in in like as a as a valid point why someone wouldn't want to agree to something to that type of deal well if blake snell doesn't want to play the owners are putting this uh the players are putting this in their proposal they put it in their proposal and he's not at risk he's not getting paid so the rays aren't going to lose if anything they're going to save money because they don't have to pay him the millions of dollars that he makes i think he, he yeah makes but 10 million a year or something like that but but this whole this whole idea that MLB is going to be making so much money off of TV streams or whatever, yeah, goes down when guys like Blake Snell hold out and don't play. I mean, I think if you have sports on, baseball is a popular enough sport that if it's the only thing showing in town, any the only sport people are going to watch. And if and if baseball gets creative with gambling, like we had mentioned in our earlier recording, which I fucked up, so we're doing this all over again. Um, you know, there's opportunities here, but there there are no opportunities if there's no games being played. That's the bottom line. And, you know, I, I thought earlier that if baseball was the only thing on TV, people would watch it. But there is times of the year where baseball is the only thing on TV. I understand we're living in like a in a different time, but I also I, I can't like just say, oh, it's the only thing on TV. People are are fizzing at the mouth for for sports or entertainment or whatever, you know, because I think we could overestimate that a lot 
And but, I think but, some but people might thing. be looking this, at it as this overestimation. Is, this is where the 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 problem comes is that MLB got I just I just Googled this. I'm not gonna act like I got this pulled this out of my ass, but it's because I was trying to remember what happened. In twenty nineteen, MLB saw a record of ten point seven billion dollars in revenues. At the same time, they signed this massive deal. This I can't find, so I can't pull it up right now. I think it was with Disney. I can't remember what the company was for another billions of dollars, right? So that gets split up among all the owners. This is an MLB deal. The commissioner, the commissioner takes it in and distributes it among the teams. We we know that that the owners have billions of dollars, and that's their money. They're free to do whatever they want with it. At the end of the day, if they decide, fuck it, we're not playing I'm not going to be happy about it because I'm not going to have baseball. I'm not going to have something to talk about every single day. But at the same time, um, I get it. This is America. You do Wait. what you want with your money. You know what I'm saying? But but I, the 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 what I'm trying to say is in between with the argument between players and owners, the problem is that the books are closed. I'll go back to it. You know. Yeah. So Tampa Bay's owner could have enough money to make the operation to to operate, or he may not. But we don't. We have no idea. So. Until then, the players are going to try to fight for for what they, you know, that's what unions are for, to fight for, you know, what's theirs. I have one question. This is the last thing I will ask is we're going to end it after here. But and I really don't know the answer. I really don't know the answer to this to this question. But when an organization like the MLB agrees to a deal with T-Mobile or whatever, this this massive deal that you spoke about, um, is that something they they receive in one large some lump sum or is it something that they're paid as like a paycheck is to like a player or like me and you like as an employee typically it's a deal it might be like a 10-year deal um but yeah and over over the 10 I'm, years you will receive that 10 point, that 10.7 billion 10.7 billion was the revenue that they took in for 2019 that's how much money they made mm -hmm. then they signed another massive deal which again i can't find right now for our next yeah, episode i'll make sure to do it Next episode, we will figure this out. Um, I'm not sure how much that is, but it was a 10.7 billion with ratings down, with attendance down in baseball. They still got a record 10.7 billion. The Kansas City Royals, a small market team who Forbes I think had was predicting them under a billion, sold for a billion. So I mean, th these franchises, you know, they're worth a lot of money, and I, I get it. It's just assets. It's not liquid money. They can't just spend it wh wherever they want. I understand that. But at the same time, open up your books then and prove your point. And then the players won't have a, you know, a leg to stand on. Why, why, why keep your books closed? The only reason you keep your books closed is because you're hiding something or because no. I think so. Reason. So why no, does the NBA and, and NHL and NFL, why do they open their books? I don't know why they open their books, but I can tell you that someone could keep their books closed for the sake of just negotiation. I mean, exactly why? for negotiation tactics. Yeah, for negotiation tactics. That's a, exactly that's a... <laughs> because you don't want to show your hand. Yeah, it's like poker. I'm not going to show you my hand. I'm hiding my my cards so you don't beat me. But yeah, if you want, if you we're, this is. I know you don't agree with me. I see it in your face. But if you want to if you want to negotiate in good faith during a pandemic when people are suffering because they're jobless, this is the time you make exceptions and you open your books and say, "All right, let's work this out together." But what we're doing now is divisive and no other sport is doing this, just MLB.
Only MLB, not any other sport. Say say your last word, and I'll, I won't say anything else after that. My last word is that I'm going to read up on. <laughs> I'm gonna read up on books. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know why I keep getting close to the mic to speak. It's like. I do it too, man. Sorry, guys. I just I just want baseball, guys. That's all. All right. Yeah, so. we're frustrated, man. I'm, I can't, I can't look at man anymore and not have a conversation about a, a game that was played. <laughs> right? We like we've been talking like, about what, fucking proposals for. We were talking like, about yeah. I feel like we've been getting married about, proposals. Yeah, we've been, talk, <laughs> we've been talking about proposals <laughs> like back and forth. Um, it's cool. Baseball is like the only thing in the headlines sometimes, but still. Yeah. It, and that's the thing. Baseball is getting attention, but it's only negative attention. You know, like, yeah. when are we going to get some good attention? We we today came out that the Baltimore Ravens are donating a million, a billion, a million dollars. I'm telling you, man, I can't right now. This fucking brain <laughs> of mine is shutting down a million dollars, you know, to organizations to combat, you know, discrimination and all this stuff. And good things are happening are happening across across the sports world. And I just can't say the same for baseball. I'm sorry. Not right now, at least. And I'm not just blaming owners, by the way. I like, I I get it. This is America. You're trying to protect. I said that I wasn't going to talk anymore. Here I am again. It's your money, free speech. The rules don't require you to open your books, but don't expect me, a person who reads up on this, stays up on it, to sympathize with you. Then most fans are going to sympathize with you because they don't know what the fuck you make and they don't care to ask. I care to ask. Well, I care about this. So. I just want to get this last word out. I'm not sympathizing with the owners either. No, I'm I know asking, you're not. I'm, I'm not talking asking, about you. You're you're just, being you're playing devil's advocate. You're playing the middle. You're giving us the information. You're. I I want to yeah. I want to ask a question that would justify something because if you can justify something, then that's your you're not gonna be able to win that argument in a negotiation. Like no. if I can justify why I'm not showing my books, which I'm gonna read up on by the way. Why you don't again? Do you don't have to show your books because the rules the rules don't require you to like in the oh, other okay. leagues. Yeah. But but if you, I just don't think it's a good look right now. And and the owners are, and good for them because they have this advantage. They're using it to their advantage. They know that fans. I don't know who the fuck John Fisher is from the Oakland Athletics. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who the owner of the Milwaukee Brewers is. I don't know who the owner of the Kansas City Royals is. Like you know, I can't name you half of these owners. And that works to their advantage. Whereas I can recite to you right now how much fucking Manny Machado makes a year. You know what I'm saying? Wait, but we don't. But we don't know the names of the owners. But that's public information. It's public information. But who the owners how, are? But how many times could you have a conversation about player salaries and be able to recite, for the most part, about how much money each player makes? You probably I, can because we've done it before. But we can't yeah. sit here and have an open conversation about how much this owner makes or that owner makes. Manny Machado is a public person. John Fisher doesn't have to be public. He can hide behind, you know, whatever the fuck he wants. Why do we keep going back to John Fisher, man? Because I, he's the only one I could think of. Hal Steinbrenner. Hal, that's the thing. Hal Steinbrenner or, is a public person. Personality. John, John Henry. John. John, yeah. John Henry is a public person. You know what I mean? Like, Poor, poor John Fisher, man. He... Probably woke up this morning, thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah. John Fisher way, woke up and said, my thanks, are, Daddy, for, my thanks Daddy, for my inheritance. My screens are frozen, so I can't.